let's see if we have the man in the legend back himself, Mr. Ray. He is actually in the process of writing a book that is all about prospecting and your personality. And I figured before we really dive into more of the events, because I still have more events coming your way, I wanted to really dive deep into personality traits and event itself. So let's see. I know he was going to. Hi, Janine. Oh, there you go. Perfect. How, How are, are you? you? I'm good. Good. Thanks for hosting this. This is awesome. Thank you for everybody who's here. It's nice to meet you guys. So where should we start? Everything that you've shared has been awesome. I really like the garage sale strategy. I think that's really smart. I do too. It's just, um, you know, it, it's just aligned. So out of all of them, I'm totally biased. I mean, I do like Easter too, right? Don't get me wrong, but it's my favorite one. Also because I attribute six figures in commissions to it. Well, it seems like with the garage sale strategy, you're more of like an event planner, right? Catering to the neighborhood and setting it up and managing it and promoting it. But then you're like seriously increasing your hyper local database fast because you're just putting it out there like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. We have a garage sale permit. It's going to be this date. All you need to do is put all your stuff out, right? Absolutely. So I think that's cool. I like it. Yeah. So feel free to introduce yourself. So Ray is one of our amazing guest speakers. And you see here, he is, I mean, he's accomplished guys. I'm going to let you brag about yourself because you know, that's so much better. Um, you see here, he's written a book. He's helped startup companies. He's successfully sold companies and um, he's in real estate. So welcome Ray. Thanks for sharing all of this with us. Yeah. Thank you for having me guys. I don't like to brag about myself. That is not something I'm good at, but I'm, uh, I've been here in Chicago since 2011. I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. I tell everybody I moved here for the weather, of course. Um, at the time I moved here, I owned an LED lighting company, which a few years later, I ended up selling to a public company. I stayed on for a while, was traveling coast to coast, and then, you know, family grows, kids get implanted. It just doesn't make sense to pick up and move. Um, historically, I've been a product creator for the last 30 years. But I've also been in real estate for 30 years as an investor. And recently, with COVID, the um, my wife and I were kind of forced to pivot and make some changes. So we jumped what I call on the front end of real estate, reevaluated our long-term investing strategy. And I decided to really, I wanted to double down, right? So I started coaching real estate agents. Um, I wrote a book called The Startup Agent that went to Amazon Top 20 in Real Estate, Top 50 in Business, and I was pretty excited about that. I host a podcast called The Agent Podcast, which is dedicated to helping real estate professionals, agents, brokers, team leaders, mortgage title, you know, all the people involved in a real estate transaction, be better and build better businesses is really what it's for. Um, what I do is I take all the lessons from both the failures and successes that I've had, and I poured into content in order to help everybody. So as Janine noted, uh, one of the books that I have coming out this year is called Prospecting for Your Personality Type. And as I've had all of these different businesses and a bunch of different vertical markets over the years, the one thing I've been able to do is really understand like where success comes from in the sales cycle and the prospecting cycle. And, you know, 30 years ago, 
sales was much different than it is today. It was very little marketing 30 years ago, but a lot of sales, right? A lot of door to door, a lot of in your face, a lot of quote unquote used car salesman type tactics. Today, we are a lot better marketers. And there's a whole bunch of marketing that happens long before the actual conversion of the sales goes. And using what Janine just shared with the garage sale as an example, right? She's posting in groups. She's leveraging social media. She's emailing people. All of that is marketing. And marketing introduces your brand. And that helps the conversion process for people to know, like, and trust you. So the core focus of my book, Prospecting for Your Personality Type, is to understand where you are most comfortable. There are introverted people, there are extroverted people. And so many, you know, real estate pros or other coaches will say, okay, you have to cold call, right? And you may be somebody who's super shy, who has a hard time coming out of their shell, who stands on the side at a party. And if you're that person, cold calling or door knocking may not be for you. And the challenge with that, the biggest challenge that I see is that if you feel like you're being forced to do something that you're not comfortable doing or you don't want to do, you're not going to show up to do it. And if you're not going to show up to prospect in your business, you don't have a business and you will never have a business, right? So in my programs, I teach different things. If you want to cold call and you want to door knock, that is one decision that you can get better at over time by doing it a little bit at a time, by building blocks right? By going through different processes to create that. But if you don't ever want to do that, like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to door knock or cold call. I have zero desire to ever do that. And we don't do that in our business. Everything that we do, even though, you know, my wife and I aren't really uh, introverted people, so to speak, we're kind of a hybrid that it's all behind the scenes. I leverage Facebook groups, right? I own 32 Facebook groups across 14 different states. I leverage all of those Facebook groups to do work for me, okay? I do mailers, just like Janine does, right? I learn from the best. Get mailers out to the farm area and grow that over time, right? I don't go to networking events. I'm not a fan. I find them kind of awkward, and I, I'm more shy in that sense, right? Like, I have no problem jumping on here on a Zoom or doing a podcast or going live with 100 people in a workshop, but networking events, it's just not where I want to spend my time, right? So where I want to spend my time, I know myself, I know my strengths, I know my personality, and I know how I can best add value. So that's what I focus on, right? That's why I do a podcast. That's why I wrote a book. That's why I leverage content so I can put myself out there, build trust, build authority, and work on people coming to me. Just in, what month are we in March? In February, we got three referrals. All those referrals from people that tagged me in Facebook groups. That works for me. So my question is, what works for you? Guys, let's engage a little bit in the chat. Tell me what, who do you think you are? Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I'd love to learn. Introvert? Introvert, Runa? Come on, guys. We got 16 people plus Janine and I on here. Introvert, extrovert, Valerie. Okay, awesome. She's in Chicago. 
Introvert, Mary. Extro, Annabelle. Wendy, intro with a little extra. I love it. Little hybrid going on. I think that's where I fit into. All right. So now, now that you guys shared that, let's share what is your favorite prospecting method that have has currently worked for you, let's say, in the last 12 months? Caitlin, I'm an outgoing introvert. I love it. Handwritten cards. Okay. Awesome. YouTube. I love it. Caitlin, will you drop your YouTube channel in here so we can all check it out? Facebook, VIP program, mailers and events. I do open houses. Awesome. Guys, this is awesome. I love the diversity in prospecting here. Postcards, handwritten notes, Facebook. Okay. Will somebody volunteer and tell me what works for them on Facebook? I would love to hear what works for somebody on Facebook. Oh, that's Caitlin. Funny realtor memes. <laughs> Client celebrations providing value. Okay, this is great. I need one volunteer, guys. One. Valerie, will you volunteer? No takers. I I am so sorry. That's I okay. am I'm um watching my granddaughter. So I'm kind of like eyes on her because she's really fast. Um <laughs> so sharing what works for me on Facebook or what handwritten notes or sure, sure. Let's talk. I mean, what you're doing. I know you're doing postcards, I know you're doing handwritten cards. So share a little bit with what works for you and how you're leveraging your strengths to prospect. So I, um, last April hired an admin. So to get a control, get control of my database and reaching out to them. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a farm of a thousand people. So I, you know, looking to get more involved, I do a food drive. I do a garage sale. I do neighborhood flags. Um, Oh my gosh. I'm going to do rent a dumpster. Um going to do more events like the like Halloween, Easter, things like that. My only question with that is what if, you know, people aren't religious and celebrate those holidays, but I guess you just can't worry about it. Um handwritten notes, I send out 25 to 30 a day. Um, I think I've been doing that forever. And sometimes I put a little lottery ticket or something, a cute little note in there. Um, just thinking of you. Um, and I have a really big success with that. Postcards, just keeping people up to date with who's on my team, just listed, just sold. Um, we're working on right now um, calendar of events every month, what we're doing save the date. Um, we're doing a big VIP event in Crystal Lake at the quarry. So I, I'm sharing way too much, but. No, I love it. Valerie, thanks for one sharing. Question. <laughs> How long have you been in real estate? So I started in um, 97 in New Homes Construction. Okay. And then I took a couple of um, years off and started back in 2004. 
So knowing what you know now, what strengths have you been able to leverage to really dial in your prospecting, right? If you could go back 20 years to your, to 20 years ago and say, okay, it's 2004, here I am, I'm starting over again, basically. What are some things that you would tell yourself from a prospecting perspective that you've really learned to leverage in your business? Um, I, I, I guess I really learned that, and I'm not supposed to say this, is moving from one brokerage to another. Um, the brokerage I'm with now is kind of eye-opening, made me realize like, oh my gosh, I wasted how many years because they didn't really drive me to own my own business, um, what to do in my business. So um, hiring an admin has been key for me. Um, it's, it was really hard for me to give up some power, which I'm still working on because I'm a control freak. Um, but she's, I have a business partner now. We just got a buyer's agent um, and she kind of streamlines everything with that. So having an admin and having a coach makes a huge difference. I love it. Thanks for sharing that. I think that um, you bring up a point, right? Is that who here realized when they started being a real estate agent, realized that they were becoming an entrepreneur? or that they just started a startup company, All right? That's something that you don't learn in real estate school. You go to school to get your license, you get your license, they tell you to get out and that's it. You're on your own, right? You have to figure it out. And you are a business owner at the end of the day. So circling back to prospecting with what we're covering here, 80% of your business is prospecting. We are in the people and partner business. That's all real estate is, right? And it's relationships. So relationships are with partners. Those partners include referral partners, vendors, right? Construction companies, contractors, appraisers, inspectors, all these different people. But then everybody that you're prospecting, that you're doing lead generation for, whether they're buying, selling, investing, or whatever the case may be, all those people are the true assets to your building. And lead generation is just one portion of it. Like that is just the door to get in the room. Once you get in the room, then you have the consistent follow-up methods. Then you have these events that we're talking about. Then you have engaging on social media. Then you have remembering birthdays, house anniversaries, spouses' birthdays, maybe even anniversaries, all of these different things, right? So everything that everybody dropped in here, sphere of influence, postcards, handwritten notes, Facebook, Social media, birthday cards, open houses, these are all opportunities to engage with people. And if you can really isolate your strengths, then you can choose. What I like to teach is three prospecting methods, one long-term, two short-term. And if you can put those into play and own those, you will have an unbelievable business if you're consistent. Question isn't, are you going to have an unbelievable business? The question is, can you be consistent? Because consistency is what's going to get you results in this business. And that's one of the things I love about everything Janine teaches is consistency. She has been consistent with building her farm area from 100 houses to 5,000 houses, right? But it didn't happen overnight. It's taken her years to do that. So I would ask you, what three lead gen strategies can you get behind and adopt for the next three months of the year going into you know, Q2 of 2023 
to really focus on and double down, right? Instead of being so wide or so diversified, maybe really narrow, choose three, focus on those and have at it and look at the results in your business over time. I promise you they will be different. Janine, what do you think about that? I just typed it in the chat. Consistency is key. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, three lead gen pillars. Um, I stand on a tripod myself because it, it's one of those things where, you know, most agents start struggling because the lead gen source they have got ripped out from underneath their feet. And that is where you as a business owner need to just make sure you are not just relying on eggs and all one basket, right? So think about your past clients. Your past clients need to have a system behind. This is personally why I use the business builder box, right? Your past client follow-up is key for you to make sure that you have a system in place so you move to the next step without dropping the ball on what happened to the people that I already have done business with. So past clients. Farming. Farming is, you know, obviously one of my strong lead gen pillars because I love to have a farm where every time I pour something in it, I know my brand grows. I know my household name grows. I know I can do good by more people, right? Having a geographic farm, I can do different tactics, events, mailers, um, note cards, handwritten cards. It doesn't matter what the tactic is. This is my lead bucket itself. I have my niche. I told you guys now to the, for the third time, I'm German. <laughs> so I have um, a German club I'm part of and having that connection in my niche lets me explore that on top of everything else I'm doing. It has nothing to do with my geographic area, has all to do with me as a person, right? So having really that tripod is important and most agents just don't have it initially, but all of us should be building for it. and. Everything works. You guys know that. I'm one of the people that doesn't tell you mine is the only way because it's not. But just like Ray said, you need to find what works and aligns with you. For me, a farm just made sense because of hyper-local reasons that I didn't want to travel 30, 40, 50 miles to, to get a listing or show buyers. I wanted to become the market. I am at this point becoming the market in my area where people reach out and say, hey, what's coming on the market? right? Having agent-to-agent -agent relationships, that's huge. Maybe you want to have a bucket that's purely referral-based business. Maybe you have a high, you know, military state and you want to network with other military agents across the country to make sure that you are the call when somebody gets transferred to a new base. You need to really just know what are your three pillars that Ray talked about. And yes, I'm hoping farming is one of them. Yeah, the one of the niches for us that I really leverage is I love businesses and I love meeting business owners and entrepreneurs. And usually those people are involved in the community and often community leaders within the community. So something that I'll do is I'll go into a Facebook group that I'm part of. It can be like, I love mountain biking and outdoor stuff, right? So I can go into that group. I can go into my neighborhood community, right? So in, I live in Glenview, Illinois. So I'll go into Glenview, Northbrook, group, a community group with 15,000 people in it. And I'll just do hello neighbors, exclamation point, smiley face, who here owns a business question mark. And I'll literally get hundreds of comments, right? And I can go engage with those people over a couple of days. So I don't end up in Facebook jail, right? And have conversations with them, send them friend requests, grow my network, 
ask them to sign up for my community newsletter. And last year, we built a database of over a thousand people just by doing Facebook group posts, right? It's really strong. So you have to know what you're strong at. Like I know I can talk to business owners all day long and offer value, right? Maybe help them solve a problem, maybe connect them with somebody that they need, an accountant, you know, uh, an estate planner, whatever the case may be. So if you can really look at your strengths and choose your niches, you are the niche, right? Like you being able to define who you can best connect with is a game changer in the world of prospecting. So really understanding you, your strengths, what your personality is, and what you will actually show up for makes a huge difference in your business. Like it's no work for me to show up for Facebook groups. It's no work for me to do farming. It's no work to leverage Facebook marketplace to get first time home buyers. That's another strategy that we use, right? So I urge you to give yourself some space and to really think about what you want to do and what you'll show up for and choose the tripod, choose those three legs that will allow your table to stand of prospecting to support your business business. What, um, can I answer any questions? Does anybody want to talk about anything? Does anybody want to talk about any of the strategies that they're doing? Uh, Janine, I don't know what our timeline is, but I'm here. I'm happy to participate and help or engage however I can. So I actually, um, talking about the strength, I, I just like to share this one. And it happens that I have a Clifton Strength Finder report on my um, computer. As I have one of those too. Look at that. So um, I was just sent a link. I attended a leadership summit and the Clifton Strength Finder is a Gallup um, report, but it talks about my top five strengths. And I thought it was interesting. I haven't really, um, you know, done too much stuff with it, but I saved it to my computer. So I'm going to show it to you. So this is me. Um, apparently I am a relator. People exceptionally talented um, in the relator theme enjoy close relationships with others. They find deep satisfaction in working hard with friends to achieve a goal. And that one is actually my number one. And um, I thought it was awkward because I really thought I was liking to work alone, but apparently I like to work with people. Relator is my number one too. Oh, look at that. <laughs> the next one is uh, deliberative. People exceptionally talented in the deliberative theme are best described by the serious care they take in making decisions or choices. They anticipate obstacles. Yes, I see my kids, you know, doing something. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to move this because next thing the, the ball is going to fall because they're going to throw the ball. This is me to the T. Um, whereas my husband is much more like, oh yeah, it broke. I'm like, you didn't see that one coming? And anyhow, long story short, right? Um, intellection is my next one, um, intellectual activity, their introspective and appreciate intellectual discussions. Yes, that's me. I like to have a good conversation that actually is meaningful and not just, you know, how's the weather. So in case you want to ever strike up small talk with me, please don't ask me about the weather. Um, input, I may accumulate information, ideas, artifacts, or even relationship. Yes, I like a lot of stuff that I know. And then focus is my fifth one. It talks all about um, taking directions, following through and making the corrections necessary to stay on track. I prioritize and then act. Again, 100% accurate. If you have never taken any of these um, tests, I highly encourage you to kind of check 
it out because it's really interesting to see what happens you know on paper once you start seeing yourself dissected on on paper i guess if you will so guys i just dropped in the chat there is um a guy named um oh man i always forget this guy's name marcus okay. cunningham is his name he mark marcus buckingham sorry he actually worked for gallup and he developed his own a uh, standalone assessment test, but this one is free. The Gallup one that Janine and I have taken is like 50 bucks, but this one that I just dropped in the chat, you can take for free. It's pretty cool. It'll give that you is. your your top two. That's awesome. Top two? Yeah. It's a good start. So yeah, for sure. So take that one. Um, I'm going to copy it. So we'll have it later on for the recording for people. It, it's just interesting. I mean, once you see your strength and what you can you know, really accomplish, I feel like there's a lot of power in, in that. Yeah, it brings clarity. Like Janine, you have um, you and I have relator and focus. Focus is my number two. Um, so that's interesting. But for me, when I took this, it helped me kind of validate some of the things I thought, but also shed light onto how I should be leveraging my strengths that are natural. And by the way, it was interesting. I had my 15, well, she's now 17, but when she was 15, I had my 15-year-old daughter take this. And oh my gosh, it was dead on with her. And then I had a professional who is a Clifton expert review mine before he met me through a friend of mine that introduced me to this guy. And he described me to a T. And it was so interesting to hear a third party that has never met me just look at my report and talk about uh, my challenges, like in my professional life and like, some of the things that have happened in my personal life based off my strengths and where I should be and what I should be doing. It was super interesting to learn about that. But it helped me a lot in our business. And really knowing that's part of the reason I started to create content is to engage with people and put myself out there so that I can contribute and make an impact that way. And like just by me having a podcast, that alone got me a handful of deals last year for people that went to my wife and I's profiles and be like, oh, you guys are like professionals, right? Like you have a podcast and you're in the real estate business and you do coaching. So it's interesting to see how people perceive you, right? And that's why if you can identify your strengths and create your tripod perfecta of your real estate lead gen channels and double down on those and then optimize your social media profiles to reflect who you serve, you will see a significant growth in your business. And you're also going to feel better about what you do because if you are not a cold caller and you're being forced to cold call, you're starting to resent that business, right? And nobody wants to be in the position where we resent something or we don't want to show up to do it. So I don't know if that helps anybody. I hope that uh, you guys took something away from all of that. And I hope you can take the assessment, learn something about yourself and choose your three pillars and double down on all those things for your business. I promise you it will make a huge difference. Agreed. And to wrap this one up, I got um, one other resource that I typically host inside the um, hyperlocal agent which is talking a little bit about the DISC profile. So while I like the you know resources we shared a little bit better, I figured why not 
share with you um, one of the basics at least. So you can see everybody is hopefully familiar with DISC. If not, um, just another you know personality one. There's a Tony Robbins one if you want to take this one. But this one here really talks about the D, I, S, and C, dominance, right? Direct, results-oriented, decisive, competitive, a problem solver. If you have a high I, the influence, charming, enthusiastic, optimistic, persuasive, inspiring. So those are some of your strengths right there. The S for steadiness, understanding, team player, patient, stable, sincere. And then the C, um, conscientious, is analytical, diplomatic, precise, compliant, objective, great admin tests, uh, traits, by the way. So everybody has a certain, you know, profile, high I um, and low S or a high D and low C, whichever one is dominant, right? Those are your traits. So a couple ones to just dive in here because um, I broke it down on the lead gen strategies too, like that line up with your personality. So you play to win, not to come in last place, right? That is your high D. Um, you get that real estate is a number of business, so you're ready to deal with 100 rejections to get to 10 deals. I mean, that's really a high, like a really strong D is kind of thinking like that. And if you're looking from a lead generation uh, spot, what can you do? You look at cold calls to expired, FISPOs, canceled, circle prospects. If you're a high D, many times they are, you know, saying, yeah, I can do that. Geographic farming works out great too. Door knocking, neighborhood canvassing, buying a book of business of a retired agent, sphere of influence, agent-to-agent -agent referrals, vendor partner referrals, new home builders, sponsoring events, um, your local chamber of commerce. All of these things are great if you are a high D. Let's move on to I. If you're looking at I, you're the life of the party, right? You can enter a room knowing no one um, can leave without having befriended you, essentially. You wanna be friends with everybody. So the lead generation ideas, hobby focused events, right? Meetups, networking events, client appreciation events. Like, I mean, you are a party machine. Um, social media engagement, open houses, sphere of influence, again, vendor partners, right? You wanna be friends with everybody. Agent to agent referrals, volunteer work, vlogging, vendor booths at a local event. There's so much that you can do as a high eye. It's insane. The S for the solid and the steady, right? The seminars for buyers and sellers, the networking events, the new home builders, social media groups, one-to-one um, -one meetings for coffee or lunch. Um, personally, I'm not a big fan, but I'm also not an S, right? If that is your thing, you love intimate little one-on-one -on -one meetings, this is maybe your strength. Sphere of influence, again, geographic farming, that's the steady part of it. Um, paid lead generation sources, because you know exactly that people can feel overwhelmed in group settings with strangers or large crowds. Instead, you want to have this one-on-one -on -one that you can get to. Um, that's the goal, right? So it's one-to-one -one versus one-to-many. Vendor partners, Popeyes, three to five daily calls to your sphere, like all of this is totally doable if you're an S. Now, if you are a C, you do take pride in your work and the exact details like no other, like talk about being a perfectionist, right? Um, the ideas can help you with the clients that are fearful or new to buying, selling, or investing because they know that you are detail-oriented. You're not going to skip a beat. So some of the things that work out well for these um, oftentimes very savvy people is also landing pages, email marketing campaigns, SEO. Yes, geographic farming is in there as well. Um, business cards for community boards, open houses, 
we're back to the one-on-one -on -one meetings, the sphere, the vendor partners, the handwritten notes. Um, so Valerie, I would be not surprised if you have, you know, a higher C tendency with everything you do. And then the marketing for attraction part. So just uh, like I said, couple things. And um, here is something that works essentially for everybody, right? I mean, everything works. And that's really the big thing here. Everything works. Just tons and tons of stuff that you can do. But when it comes to your personal profiles, you know, you have a lot that you thrive in. And that's the dome of genius. I think that, you know, Ray was hinting on too, to tap into it, find it, and really make sure you go all in on it. That was awesome. Thanks for sharing, Janine. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's see how we're doing. Are we good for a little bit more or are you guys already like, oh my gosh, I'm done. I know. <laughs> it's it's a lot. I get that. Um, let me see if I can find that one. There you go. Ray, thank you so much. This was amazing. Yeah, of course. It was my privilege to be here and share. Thanks for including me. All right, so let's see. I got a couple of the big timber events that we can talk about before heading to lunch. If you can handle a couple more, I'd say let's go for it. Um, I'm just gonna find my slides. Let me look for them. Cause now I closed everything out to show you everything else. Gotta find the slides. Are there any questions so far? I guess we'll take a quick question break, see if there's any questions by anybody. Hey Janine, my question would be on selecting the right neighborhood to target for garage sailing. Uh, the geographic farming course has a lot of that. Okay, cool. So, um, and stay away from the bazillion dollar neighborhoods with very, very affluent people. They don't have time. That makes sense. Right. So more like middle of the road, bread and butter kind of. Who also still want to teach their children about money management. So it's much more of a learning opportunity than it's about making the money. <laughs> 